You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to this podcast and uh, I hope that you'll subscribe to our YouTube channel and ring the bell and then hit the thumbs up button. Do everything you can do to help me. And I appreciate you doing that. And let somebody know about what's going on with this podcast and uh, get them to subscribe. All right. We're talking about leadings, guidance, God using people. And you know, when God does use people, something sometimes happens where the people are exalted by others. Uh, then sometimes they get the big head. But the genuine presence of God in a believer's life is characterized by a deep humility. Uh, when, when John saw Jesus on the Isle of Patmos, he didn't become full of pride. He fell at his feet like a dead man. And Jesus had to tell him to get up. Um, human beings, on the other hand, have a tendency to exalt those that are used greatly by God. People who have great gifts and strong anointings. And I want you to listen to this because I want to give you a little bit different take on Paul's thorn in the flesh. And I want you to read this with me. And let's take a look at it and see if what I'm saying isn't true. Paul said, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, now look at how humble he's being. He didn't say, this is me. He said, I knew a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body, I do not know, whether out of the body, I do not know. God knows such a one was caught up to the third heaven. And I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows how he was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such a one I will boast, yet of myself I will not boast, except in my infirmities. Now listen to what he's doing here. He, he is saying, look, I'm overcome with humility after what I saw. He said, for though I might desire to boast, I will not be a fool, for I will speak the truth. So Paul says here, I am not going to get caught up in pride over how God has used me. And then he goes on to explain, but sometimes there's a problem with people and how they work. He goes on to say, I refrain lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be or hears of me. So pay attention to that. He said, lest anyone, not me, anyone else think of me above what he sees me to be. And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. Now, who exalts him above measure? Paul is not saying this is me. He is saying this is from someone else. He said, there was a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me again, lest I be exalted above measure. And this is through other people. Now, I want to show you how this actually happened. And it's found in the book of Acts, 14th chapter. And what you see here is how that when humans who have no restraint concerning idolatry see something spectacular, they have a tendency to put the vessel, the person who's used, on a pedestal where they do not belong. 
So Paul said to a crippled man who had been listening to him preach, he said, stand up straight on your feet, Acts 14.10, and he leaped and walked. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices, saying in the Lyconian language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Hermes or Mercury because he was the chief speaker. Then the priest of Zeus, whose temple was in the front of their city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates, intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. But when the apostles Barnabas and Saul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the people, crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men with the same nature as you, and we preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all the things that are in them, who in bygone generations allowed nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he didn't leave himself without witness in that he did good. He gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And with these sayings, they could scarcely restrain the multitudes from sacrificing to them. Wow. So these people immediately fell into idolatry. Now, we like to think that believers in Christ don't do such things, but I have to tell you, yes, they do. And even though we may not pray to a man or worship a man directly, what happens is we have a tendency to put people on a pedestal. Now, there are ditches here, and I've been around people who go to the other ditch who show no respect whatsoever to someone who holds an esteemed position. That violates the Word of God. The Scripture says, give honor to whom honor is due. But then on the other hand, when you put a person on a pedestal and you exalt them to a place that they don't deserve or they should not have that God never intended them to have, a place that only God is supposed to have, then you cause yourself great harm and you don't help them either. I remember there was a time in our lives when Deliva and I were, were really growing spiritually and reaching a place in our lives when we were beginning to stand our own. We had developed a lot of discernment. Uh, we were learning how not to be taken advantage of by foolish things that kind of swept through the body of Christ. But we still had a tie to someone that we esteemed very highly. And we made this mistake. The person didn't make this mistake. We made this mistake. And we said we would take anything that person said to us because we know that God uses them. Well, not long after that, we were at a place in a meeting where that person ministered to us. And they ministered to us out of their own spirit. And they had been fed some inaccurate information to us. And what they said to us was demonstrably and provably wrong. It wasn't a matter of interpretation. It was flat out wrong because the prophecy was about something that had supposedly happened in the past. And it hadn't. And so we learned right then and there that just because you are used of God and you're a wonderful human being and God has used you greatly, that doesn't mean you're infallible. And you know what? We learned a lesson through that because we were the ones who said, 
we would receive just about anything that person said because we know that they don't mess up. And sure enough, they did mess up. Doesn't matter who the vessel is. I've messed up. I have prophesied before to people and given words with good intent, but I was inaccurate or I added a little of my own flavor. Didn't do it on purpose. Certainly didn't do it because I wanted to hurt somebody. Just made a mistake. Earlier in this series, I told you about the water that flows from your faucet, how good it is on a hot, hot day when you can drink it right out of the faucet. But when you drink it through a garden hose, it's inevitable that the taste of that hose comes through in the water that flows to you. And for this reason, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, don't quench the Holy Spirit. Why would Paul tell us to quench the Holy Spirit or not to quench the Holy Spirit if every manifestation of the Holy Spirit was perfect? We see it's not that the Holy Spirit's imperfect. It's that the Holy Spirit works through people and people inevitably err or we make mistakes or we add our own interpretations. And that's what you see in the Bible. That's the wonderful truth about the Bible. Its heroes are flawed people. God doesn't hold back. He's very honest in the way He presents men. Now, I say that with one exception. Jesus Christ was not flawed. And He had a perfect flow. Every manifestation that came through Him was absolutely perfect. But what I want you to see, none of us have quite measured up to that. And so we have to judge not the people, but the manifestations. Quench not the Holy Spirit, he says. He says, despise not prophesying. In other words, don't come to the point where you say, I just don't want to hear another prophecy. Why would someone say that? Because there are times when people prophesy and they're not right. And they made a mistake. But you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Then he says, prove all things. He doesn't say prove all people. He says, prove all things. Examine the manifestations. Check them out. Then he says, at the end, hold fast to what is good. What was the intent? Sometimes all we're left with in looking at a manifestation is what was the intent of the Spirit here? You could see where the intent of the Spirit was a certain thing, but it got colored in a slightly different way. And so uh, this growing and learning how to hear God's voice, discern God's voice, uh, know God's voice, it's process. And I've been walking with God now for almost 50 years, and I can tell you, over 50 years actually, and full-time ministry almost 50 years, I can tell you that I am still learning all the time. And so my prayer for you is that you will not give up and be frustrated because you blew it or because someone else blew it or because you were disappointed or you thought something was a leading from God and it turned out not to be a leading for God. And we've all had those experiences. But i got to tell you something. Pick yourself back up. Dust yourself off. Keep on walking because God is good and He does fulfill His Word. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure to share this podcast with somebody who needs it. I hope you will. Thanks. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. 
thank you for listening. 